Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Tonight, me and Corey on there, uh, Mo, Mo out there living his best life out, out and um, I guess he'll talk, we'll let him talk about where he was at when he come back uh, next week, but hey, welcome to the Black Man Think Podcast, uh, we appreciate y'all, as you can see, I'm in my uh, decorative robe, Corey said ain't had no energy, I'm out here like I'm, uh, I'm sleepy on the pod, so I'm gonna try to get a little energy out, brother Todd, though, I ain't gonna lie to you, it's been... J.D. Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, man. Cool. You start. You start back recording the other stuff when you, when you get off here. Yeah, 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 yeah. My God. That's for the other people. <laughs> <laughs> the other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. But I have already took a shower, though, boy. It's like after I finish recording this, I slip. Might just go ahead and get in the bed early. Probably ain't gonna happen, but you know how that go. Always plans and don't and it don't fall through when you're talking about going to sleep early. Yeah. He looked a little tired, though, man. I noticed all that, man. He looking a little sluggish, man. I'm sorry, dog. Nah, don't be sorry, man. He is perfect. You human. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how you doing, though? Man, I can't complain, man. You know, just trying to stay safe. Take it one day at a time and be grateful. Be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to be grateful, bro. Got to be grateful. I, I I will hear that. I know we were talking offline, and I was like, bro, let's just go ahead and hit record. But we would briefly talk about the whole Tyreek Hill move. But we got, I mean, bro, I, I, all right, we can talk sports. I feel like we can talk sports. So a lot don't happen in Atlanta sports history. Um, mm-hmm. Atlanta sports team within the past, like, this past week, really, I think. All this happened in one week? Yeah. I believe so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the past week. Yeah, like all of the 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 Atlanta teams pretty much said that we um not even we rebuilding, but we moving away from the stars of the team. Basically, it was just right. Like, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the leaders of the team we moved away from on both like the Braves and the Falcons. So, oh man, I I don't know how I, I'm I'm kind of mixed emotions on both of them. To be honest with you, bro. Like mm. from Freddie. I kind of felt like Freddie should have took the Braves deal because he got, you know, we offered him. I said we, but you know what I'm saying. Like, we offered him a good deal, but I guess he wanted something else. But, yeah. Yeah, it's it's different, man. Just the fact, just think about it, man. Like, man, these players don't even, they're not even going to be here anymore. And after seeing them so many years, the good thing with Freddie, at least he, you know, he left on a high note with the championship. He left um, MVP the first <clears throat> championship the next year. Yeah, he he did the way you're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, you can't, you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it, it happens. Who knows what went, went on behind the scene. Yeah. Um, of course, we only know so much of what's going on, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, he, he leave as a champion um, for sure. Your boy Matty Ice. I know you got a lot to say about this. You you are you are the diehard Falcons fan. Even though we both are Falcons fans, but you 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 the real diehard Falcons fan of the crew. 
So how you feel about Matty Ice moving on? Um, first, first off, we fumbled <laughs> the Deshaun. <Watson. laughs> I mean, I think Cleveland Browns kind of kind of sent everybody down with two hundred and what two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. Bro. That bro, that's crazy, man. Like, do you know who's number two on that list in most guaranteed money? Who? Aaron Rodgers with $80 million less, $150 million guaranteed. And this is, we're talking about a future Hall of Famer, won the Super Bowl, and been close and getting back to the Super Bowl. So I just feel like Cleveland was, um, I feel like Cleveland was just desperate, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think they were desperate, and they kind of was like, all right, we about to move on from um, Baker Baker Mayfield. So yeah. Since we're going to move on, we might as well, like, just go ahead and put, put, push all our chips in. And, I mean, I don't think that the Falcons are going to ever pull the trigger on that much money, like that much guaranteed. And so I yeah. can't Sean Watson for moving on because that's a lot of money, bro. Like, to say that you pretty much saying we're not looking for a quarterback for another decade. Really, mm-hmm. like this is you, like this your team, bro. So I ain't mad at it, but I was, I would be lying if I was saying that uh, that um I wasn't shocked to to um see that happen. Like that was just that was wild to me to even know that that they would do that. It's just like, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I had been waiting, man. I'm like, man, I know Adam Schefter gonna tweet something. <laughs> it popped up and it's saying a stunning move, Cleveland Brown. I said, man, no. I mean, on the flip side, I was glad he didn't go to the Saints because I mean, yeah, yeah, I would, that would have sucked so bad. But just the fact that everything that I was reading, that's why you can't count on it until it's official because everything that I was reading, they were like, man, Falcons in the driver's seat. He's this close to signing, and they just working out the details of a restructure and all this other stuff. Right. And Cleveland came in, but from an agent player point of view, or I'm telling you to sign that that contract. What? Like <laughs> no question, no question about it. But from a team uh, owner, GM wise, I don't know what made them sign off on that, bro. Two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed, like. Fully guaranteed. That's that's NBA contract. Yeah. That's baseball contract. But yeah. now it's that that trend has been going there lately with guaranteed money. Because look, Tyreek got what seventy some seventy two million, seventy million, something guaranteed. Man, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think seventy. I think seventy guaranteed. It's a four year one twenty. Yeah, I think one twenty. Yeah, I forgot how many years, but I know it's like one twenty. Yeah, and he's over receiver right now. I think is what it's right. I, yeah. I didn't see that coming. That was kind of like a shock to me too, because I'm like, yeah, that came out of nowhere this morning. I was like, Tyree Hill. Yeah, they were like, it was the Dolphins and the Jets. It was between those two, and I was like, right. oh shoot. But I mean, he's a he a free agent after this season, so that I mean, they got a lot for him. All those draft picks. I mean, um, I think it's going to work out definitely for, for Kansas City because you got, I think it's either four or five draft picks, and it's like you're going to find at least one or two players out of them five. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, all five are not going to be a bust. Like, you're going to find at least one that's going to be yeah. a caliber player, and I'm assuming that they're going to go after a wide receiver on on at least one of those picks or or even when the draft comes. I, I, I don't remember what the picks are, but – I would assume it's a safe bet to say that 
they drafting a wide receiver this year anyway. So, yeah. you know, if you're just looking from a business standpoint, you get rid of your, your star wide receiver, but you also have a star tight end who was really the one who was getting the ball for real. And you also, you know, I, I saw a stat line that said that uh, Pat Mahomes is seven and one without Tyreek Hill in the lineup, so it ain't like oh really yeah it ain't like he struggling with it when him not on the field so um, yeah but I, that was that was just a, a random thing to see bro like I don't know it, it probably came down to that Kansas City wasn't gonna pay him that kind of money and so right yeah yeah it was gonna take up too much especially you know Patrick Mahomes you know his his. His salary, um, a contract rather, is just and trying to pay him too. Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, a lot. Um, but back to the Falcons, man. Um, I mean, it's. I guess I, when I, I listened to the GM Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith uh, press conference today um, about the whole situation, so. <clears throat> To clarify, the reason why we only got a third-round draft pick was because the GM said that they wanted to make things right for Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. They could have opened it up for other teams and gotten the best whatever in return as far as, like, draft picks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they said they wanted to keep Matt Ryan in the loop. And the Colts was a team that, I guess, ultimately he decided to go with. And at that point, you know, they kind of got the upper hand because – it's a player you're trying to trade. So obviously they can say, you know, we'll give you something decent, but we don't have to give you our best. So, I mean, you know, I guess that makes sense. And, you know, um, I was shocked that we still had to pay Matt Ryan though. I thought like we had $45 million dead, dead money. Dead money. Yeah. Yeah. So from listening to sports radio, because I wasn't familiar, I wasn't familiar with how the whole process worked either. So basically they were saying that, that money is considered dead money, so the Falcons are on the hook for that. Because I was like, dang, we can get this off the books. We can transfer this to somebody else. But now they said that's dead money. So I don't know if that's – and I'm still trying to figure out, I don't know if that's bonus money or what, but it's still going to hit towards um, – it's still going to be dead money towards us. Because I think we're paying dead money still to Julio too. So I guess it's a portion of their contract that you – the team that they – signed with originally they can't get rid of it gotcha. because I thought you know I thought I was like man we can get rid of it but um now nah, that's they, they still gotta they still on the hook for that so I mean it, it, it'll be different for sure um yeah you know I think without it's gonna be cheaper too I mean it, yeah the thing is I mean I haven't watched I know when um um I guess Mariota, I think is how you pronounce the name. Yeah, Mariota. I know when he came in, he was pretty solid. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm curious to see how, you know. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's sports, man. You can get out there and shock people. I mean, I, right now it doesn't look good on paper, but all yeah. it takes is a couple wins, and people be like, man, this team is more talented than we thought. Um, yeah. I think we the, the Mariota situation is – all right, I'll say this. So when when the Falcons traded away Matt Ryan, we all know that at the end of the day, the Falcons bring in a lot of money to the city, right? Mm-hmm. And we got to factor in that for 14 years straight, Matt Ryan has filled the stands. Like it just it is what it is. Whether you hate or love him, 
people show up to the Falcons game to see Matt Ryan and the Falcons, right? And so I think that they had to go after a player that, A, had some type of notoriety. Like, they couldn't mm-hmm. just pull up and say, like, all right, we're just going to go with what we got. Like, we're going to play the backup and then, you know, basically tank the season. But they also couldn't go out and, and like, I knew they weren't going to get Winston, um, regardless of what the Saints were going to do, because it's just like, man, that it's a big name, but also he's shown that he's inaccurate at times. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, mm-hmm. but he's also like a big enough name that he's going to demand the attention of, like, Marcus Mariota is not going to demand any attention. He can go in and, and mm-hmm. almost be like a Jimmy G type of, of a quarterback. Go in, do the, do his job, win some games. If we if we make it to the playoffs, it's a bonus. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. And then to get them for what you got them for, what two years, eighteen million dollars. It's not like you're spending a yeah. lot of money. So, um, he's a serviceable quarterback at this point. That's familiar with the coach, and I think for us, I think nine wins is our ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we're not going to be bad to the point of where we're getting a top ten pick in the draft, bro. Like it. We're going to be middle of the pack, maybe at worst probably win six six games. But on the high end, I think we got the potential to win nine, and we might look up and win ten. But We might – six games, we might get – we should probably still should be – uh, should get a top ten unless it's just a lot of teams that got bad records. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't say we – I don't think we're going to get – we're going to win just six games. I think we're going to – Cause everybody got something to prove now. Like Matt Ryan ain't there, and everybody, especially if you like somebody that's been reading. If you're one of those type of players that read the comments and reading the media, and everybody saying that Matt Ryan is the problem with the Falcons, so it's mm-hmm. like now Matt Ryan ain't here. So like, yeah, what y'all gonna do now? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey. we're really gonna see how bad that, how bad the offense line is. Even though Mariota is mobile, yeah, he is. He will mobile. run. So so that 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 add another dimension to the offense because, I mean, you don't have a, a quarterback that's just sitting in the pocket yeah. um, and not, not really scrambling. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll see because, I mean, even the year we went to the Super Bowl, I mean, I would say at the beginning of the season that they were going to go to the Super Bowl. So any, any, anything is, is, is possible, um, especially with, you know, I mean, it, Talent can be, you know, hit or miss, um, right, right, in, in in football. So it'll be interesting to see what um, what they actually do. But I mean, you know, it's I figured that it was going to happen. Um, I didn't think it was. If I was a betting man, I wouldn't think it was going to happen this year. I was like, hey, he got two years left. They may release him after this season, depending on how things go, or they may just say, hey, we're just going to go ahead and ride it out. Like I didn't, I wasn't. This came, you know, out of nowhere, and I, it all came, I'm sure, from the Deshaun Watson thing. But yeah, oh, um, yeah, yeah. So I, knew it was I mean, after that, bro, you can't, right? You can't. The good, the good thing is Matt Ryan. You can tell is a professional. He understood everything that was going on. But there is no way, no chance in hell that Matt Ryan was going to be a, the quarterback for the Falcons after we fumbled getting Deshaun Watson. Like there was yeah. no way that do, his his pride wasn't gonna let him stay in the seat. Yeah. Already tried to move, like tried to go after a big name, 
Like, yeah. you know, and, and without even saying, because if we would have got to Sean Watson, what was going to happen after that? Like, we was going to have to still make the trade, right? So, Oh, yeah, you're going to either trade him or you're going to release him. Yeah. Um, that was the thing. But I'm sure you would have you would have gone for the trade. Right. Um, to try to, you know, try to get somebody. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's it would definitely be different. Um, so, now that's, that's three jerseys, bro. Matt Ryan. Julio and Kevin Ridley, man, he'd probably talking? be traded. Yeah, Kevin. Huh? Yeah, Kevin Ridley would probably be traded. Unfortunately. Yeah. We looking at two years of no play, for the most yeah. part. You know what I'm saying? And so, the thing is, when you got that that type of time away from the game, it's so easy, especially in football, for people to give up on you because. Yeah. It's a show. It's a show improved now, and. I don't. I mean, at this point, though, bro. Like, what do you draft if you the Falcons right now? Like, <laughs> in the draft coming up, do you draft? I mean, you always, you always. That defense definitely got some holes in it. Um, quarterback yeah. is kind of, yeah, yeah. Main, but you know, I would go defense first, obviously. Uh, but I mean, quarterback is, you know, I don't know. I don't know how deep the draft, the quarterback draft class is this year. Nothing. It ain't nothing. Um, Everybody holding yeah. up next year. You about to see a lot of people start tanking next year, though. This this coming season, you about to see some whoever need the quarterback. They about to tank for Bryce Young, bro. Yeah, talking about from Alabama. Mm-hmm. He how tall is he? I don't know. He look kind of small. Yeah, I don't know, but he is projected to be um, top three quarterbacks. Really? Oh know. dang! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They saying he that deal like kind of like um like a. I don't want to say Tua because he went to Alabama, but it's it's in that vein of like Tua because Tua wasn't going to be okay. the uh, number one. But yeah, it's it's that's what he's projected. He, he's projected pretty high, so okay, yeah, yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting. But the they saying they're going to have a um, they're going to have a lot of cap space available after this season. So Falcons, Falcons, yeah. So okay. I guess they they're going to be back on track to to get some free agents in. So, I mean, that, that's something to look forward to. So, if, if they go out and have a solid season this season, I mean, um, you, you never know what can happen. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy how teams, it seems like teams been dropping money on players this offseason, man. Bro. I'm like, man, they do all that and still going to lose. Because it's like. <laughs> the Buffalo move shocked me, bro. Like, Von Miller. Von, Von Miller? Yeah, yeah man. That, that, so- yeah. He he about to be in the league for like he been up there, man. Yeah. He been in there a minute. I'm like, man, y'all dropped that much money. So yeah, it's yeah, teams been yeah, they've been dropping money. But that that Tyree Hill one today, I was like, Tyree Hill, I'm like, what in the world? Um That shocked me. That was <laughs> shock I was yeah. shocked that Russell Wilson went to Denver. Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's a lot yeah. of changes coming well, from if you would have gone to the Saints, man, oh, my goodness. Because to be honest, and being a Falcons fan, you don't like the Saints. But really, to be honest, they they probably not too that far away from probably going to the Super Bowl. Who? Like the Saints. Yeah, because they got a solid defense. If, you yeah, know, if, yeah. if, yeah, if they get healthy on offense, if, if Jamin Winston can – be solid and stay healthy. 
to be honest, they probably can they probably can make some noise um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Like you know how it is. We 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 feel the same way when it comes to the Saints, but uh I don't know, man. Like, you know, they, they team heavily relied on, on the durability and the movements of Drew Brees. And I think we saw for the yeah. first time how important he was to the franchise. And, um, you know, I think I think anything is possible. But what, they got a new coach down there, right? Yeah, that defense coordinator, Dennis Allen. He used to be a um, – I think he used to be a head coach at one point. Okay. Um, but I, I I keep forgetting too that Sean Payton out there. That, that I mean that's a difference maker too. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, man, look, we'll see what happens. That was I know we got real sports heavy at the beginning of the other part, but that's just what we was on at the time, man. But um, I did want to talk to you about um. One of our one of our Patreon um, members they sent a question in, and it's been stemming off of because we've been talking about friendships, right? Like so, um, Marlon and I we had a good conversation about friendships uh, within marriage, and then me and you we just had like talking about our longest friendships and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And from branching off of those conversations, he want he was saying like, hey man, a good topic may be like home friendships versus college friendships, and like you know. Mm-hmm. I know for us, it's kind of a unique situation because we, we kind of have like, me and you personally, we have like a blended type situation. Like we were friends in high school and, and, and then went on to uh, continue our friendship in college. But um, I guess just talking about the dynamic of friends in high school versus friends in, in college, um, just looking at that from an overall, um, like overall, I guess the best way I, I can frame it and, and just talk about you know, your, your high school friendships and how they impacted your life versus your college friendships and how they impacted your life. So I will, I'll, I'll kick it off and and say for me, I think by the time I got to high school, all of my friendships were pretty much already set for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like, I had people who, you know, of course, you know, high school, bro, like, you associate with so many people in high school. But, yeah. Um, In terms of, like, friendships, I've had, like, the same friends, man, for for a, a good, you know, a good chunk of my life. Um, But I do remember specifically, we, you know, our crew that we had, like, J-Dub boys. And so it was, like, you know, me, Chris, and Courtney, who is still a part of my friend group now, but we also had, like, a... Jarvis and um, Tyrone and Snooky and all, you know what I mean? So we had like an extended type type crew, sort of speak. But I'm just trying to think of how those friendships were. I guess they 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 were they were for what they were for, if that makes sense. Like in high school, it was just about. I think it was more so about fun than trying to mm-hmm. like really find yourself. So it was all about like who had the car. Who had, um, you know, like who had, who knew where the party was at, or, you know, it it was that. It wasn't. I'm just looking back on it. It was like, man, high school, bro. It, it wasn't. It wasn't really about a lot, if I'm being honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It. I mean, it was the association piece, like you know, especially if you, if you had classes with the same people. Right. Like naturally, you're gonna be 
kind of friends with that, um, friends with those people. But yeah, I mean, it, it just, and it's like, dang, it's so long ago. Um, yeah, I know, right? In, term, in terms of years, but it doesn't really feel like it. But when you think about it, like, man, that was like what, 20 years ago. Um, or tw- more than 20 years, because, yeah, 20 plus years. Um, yeah, man, it's, and so the, the question was, or, or the topic was comparing high school friends. I'll, I'll read exactly what he, what he sent, right? Uh, it said okay. integrated friendships, home friends versus college friends may be a good topic. Home friends, meaning like your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think hometown friends. Um, I guess, so, see, it depends, too, because, so, I, I guess it really depends, because for us, we don't live, so, let's say if you, if you from, okay, we from Macon, let's right. say if you're from Macon, and you went off to school, and you moved back to Macon after school, mm. that would be kind of different, because with us, we moved from Macon, we go back down there still, but it's yeah. not like we're down there. Yeah. Right. We're not down there as often. So it's like, not like we would still be hanging out with the people that are still down there. And yeah. obviously if they don't, if they don't live there, then I mean, we're not really around them that much, but I mean, I, I, I still associate with, you know, or communicate with them every now and then, like anybody that I hung out with uh, for the most part right. in high school or when I was in making, uh, but not as often. I mean, of course, if you're still living in a city where you went to school, and you're more likely to see those people. Because like, I mean, I can think of yeah. hmm? No, no, I was just, I was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I guess it, it just really depends on you know where you're located. If you move back to the city that you were raised in, or if you still away, because. I mean, there are people that I haven't really seen since, you know, high school or since high school or a little after high school. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously, social media helps with that because you can still communicate with those people um, some kind of way. Um, but I mean, yeah, they were I mean, they were what they were. I mean, you're still growing as a person. So your knowledge of what friends are, or what people mean to you, obviously change the older you get. I mean, even now in adulthood, like, you know, you probably more than likely not making, well, you'll have those friends who've been around for a while, even though you'll come across new people that you might become close to, but right. it, it's kind of different for people that you've been knowing, you've known for years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it just, and then you have some people that don't really have any friends, um, at all. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it just really varies on your location, I think. Um, I, I can see that. I, I'm trying to think, really. So, okay, so in my in my situation currently, home friends, the way that I would def- – and maybe that's what the best thing we have to try to define a home friend. So, for me, when you say mm-hmm. home friend, I think of someone who is still back at home, right? And so, for me, I only have – and, and when I'm saying friend, I mean like, though, like I'm, we're talking about friends at this point. We're not talking about people who was like 
once your friend and now y'all ain't really like as close as y'all were. I'm talking about like yo, yeah. If you ain't talked to him within the past three months, that's probably not your friend for real. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. And, and not even talk to, but if y'all ain't communicating in some way, shape, or form within the past three months, and somebody ain't in like the military or you know what I mean, or if there's like a, a crazy barrier for not communicating, other than that, especially during these times, you should have been a, at least been able to communicate some type of way with someone you calling your friend. So for mm-hmm. me, I can only think of one person that's still in Macon, and he just he went back to Macon. You know what I'm saying? Like he got a job closer to the city. So it was just like, yo, it only made sense for me to move back down here. But he was up here for the majority of the time. Like we all came up here together. And so, yeah, but that's, that's it. And our friendship has always been pretty much the same. It's like, it's the oldest friendship that I have. And like me and Chris, bro, like we could, I talked to Chris the, uh, like two or three, two, two days ago, I think. And like with me and Chris, me and Chris might not talk for like a month, but Mm -hmm we pick right back up. You know what I'm saying? And like, we'll be texting each other, but like, as far as on the phone, cause he works a job where he, he like, he's on the road all the time, but you know, being on the road, they can't be on the phone like that. And yeah, he works super late. So, you know, we got conflicting schedules, basically what I'm saying. But even with that, dog, we'll just pick up the phone. And when we do pick up, we just pick up from where we left off type thing. And, and, you know, there, there's nothing different or weird about our, our friendship. You know what I mean? So, but that's the only person that I can pinpoint as a home friend. Um, and so for us, man, we, you know, that's, that's been our dynamic for a couple of years now, just because, Hey, I mean, bro, I got a whole family now, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't do some of the same things that we were doing maybe back when we were fresh out of high school. Uh, yeah, that's understandable because like neither one of us own that. Like, bro, we we some go to work, you know what I'm saying? Come back home type of people. So, but yeah, that's I, that's the only thing I can define as a home friend. And, and I would say versus college friend, y'all like we we talk every day. We got this podcast because of um, our relationship as as college friends. Um, and you know, that I, I I think. The biggest difference is we went through one person can, can talk about like Chris can talk about my life. Chris and Courtney actually can talk about what my life was at an earlier age and Mm -hmm. they're able to see the growth and development coming through all of that. Right. Like, so for them, they get a different perspective versus my college friends. They only knew me from, basically as being a man. So like you guys got to see me become a man. These guys knew what I was like when I was just a kid. And so they Mm. see the whole maturation process. You know what I mean? So I think that's probably the biggest uh, difference between those uh, two sets of friend groups. One is able to, you know, one can, can maybe pinpoint, and and it really just depends on what type of friendship that is, because that could be, you could look at the flip side of that, where your home friends may be like, bro, you changed, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. That's not my, my situation, but I've seen it happen to people where people can think that that person changed because their, their surroundings changed, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I'm sure some of our listeners may be dealing with that and going through that because it's, it's so, it's not, it's not a hard idea to, to fathom because life is so such one way. And the minute you get outside of it, like, 
<clears throat> excuse me, like for us, we grew up in a city, Macon, Georgia. For those that don't know, it's like an hour away, an hour south of Atlanta. And in terms of, you know, compared to Atlanta, it's like day and night. You have fast pace versus a slow pace, even though a lot of people say mm-hmm. Atlanta is a slow pace. But, you know, you have a fast pace to a slow pace city where Atlanta, anywhere you go is going to take you, would, would be safe to say 15 to, to 30 minutes, anywhere you want to go right. to the city mm-hmm. versus Macon. Hell, if I drive for 30 minutes, I'm halfway to Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so there's no way. It shouldn't take me like I can. Somebody can call me at 1050 and and be like, yo, bro, I need you here like immediately. And I'm more than likely I can get to wherever I need to go within before 11. Like if I walk, I should be able to come close to getting to that spot before 11 o'clock in most most cases. And so, you know. I think that part of that, you know, being in a different place and, and being able to see different things, it, it changes the outlook on, on, for some people. But like I said, for all of my home friends, all of my home friends left Macon and yeah. one of them came back. So we all have the same perspective, bro. Like we know what it's like to see something outside of our home, um, home state. I'm mean, excuse me, home, hometown. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, that was a good point, man. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like, I mean, I don't know this, you know, I don't, I'm just trying to think about people that I used to, you know, kind of hang out with in high school. Yeah. I, I really haven't, I mean, besides you, um, but just talking to them on a consistent basis, not, you know, not, not too many that I can really think of that I've talked to on a consistent basis throughout the years. Um, like, you know, it might be one or two that I, you know, We'll text or whatever every now and then, or um, you know, we decide to get up or something. But just doing something consistently over the years, since over the past twenty plus years, nah, I can't really say if it's anybody that's that's just um, stand out. That yeah, that stand out like that. No, I feel that. I, I think it's a. I think it's a good topic. Um, and maybe this is a good opportunity to bring some different voices in um, for that because I think our situation is just super unique, right? Yeah, right, yeah. You're talking to two people that been knowing each other since ninth grade. We went to college together, roommates, and, and we're still good friends now. So, like, a lot of our storyline will be very similar for this particular topic. Um, but, you know, I, I would be interested to, to ask Marlon that question because I know he's, he still has – a lot of friends from his hometown versus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so maybe that's something we can pick up on when, when Marlon returns and, and just get a different perspective on that, because I, I think it, it's a great question. Uh, it's just that I don't have a lot to go off of. <laughs> just being, just being, yeah. you know what I mean? So um, the other thing uh, that, that really kind of came across um, and I'll just say like, you know, we, we've been, um, we, we purchased a home. And so like a lot of my time, spare time has been to just, you know, doing some different things around the house because we bought a house that we were renting. And so now it's like, all right, we want to make this our crib. So, um, we had to get some electrical work done and bro, I, you know, I, I text you this, but like, man, like the electrician came in and he did, 
he he did some um change some g change some outlets to some gcfi or gfci outlet he um oh both we have three bathrooms two of our bathrooms did not have an outlet in so he cut um a wall you know cut an outlet into the into the uh bathroom so now each bathroom has has outlets um he did some rewiring of, of a few things here and there um uh, did a couple of amp tests and he installed some outlets he, he fixed the outlets that were on the outside of our home so we have like mm-hmm. two two outlets oh and he hung he hung some floodlights too and so he did he did some work i mean i i and, and he did great work and i would actually recommend him too if anybody need these services in the metro atlanta area i would gladly dm me i won't give his, his information out here but dm me and um i'll gladly be a referral for this guy i say all this to say he did about four or five hours of work and i paid him mm-hmm. like almost thirteen hundred dollars <laughs> when i tell you that um i was like yo <laughs> My immediate thought was like, bro, we got to stop lying to the kids and telling them that college is the way. Because I'm like, bro, this this guy just showed it to me. Like, And I'm not, mm-hmm. of course, uh, I, I say that tongue-in-cheek because, yes, I do believe you should go to college. But I also believe now as I, I'm more of an adult and I have more experiences and more things that I've learned in life, I, I truly believe that you should – Everyone should go to college. Number one, I think everyone should at least do like a semester in junior college or some somewhere. I just think that's a great experience for people that to, to, to be away from home and, and still in a learning environment, so you don't have the same pressure of just like graduating and moving out the house, right? Yeah. But, bro, tech tech school, vocational school, whatever you want to call it, getting a trade at the end of the day, right? Man, because Yep. Bruh, I'm like, man, I and, and and it was to the point where it was like I was telling my wife, I was like, man, you know, a lot of this stuff I already know how to do, right? Like and I I wasn't mm-hmm. trained on it, but you know, my dad growing up my dad, we did all this stuff and so I was like, Yeah, this next project, which we I went through and changed all the outlets in the house, like all the light switches and all the outlets, I went and changed all of those. And so that was like $250 of material, but I can only imagine yeah. how much it would have been. It's like 80 outlets and, and lights and you know what I'm saying? Light switches. Yeah. In the house. I can only imagine how much he would have charged for that. And Trina was yep. like, man, you know, just think if he only did like, if he charged $10 a switch, I was like, damn, we had $800 already. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, that, that labor, that labor going to eat you up, man. Yeah. That labor eat you up. So I was, I, I, Got my first lesson of home ownership of doing my own things. Um, a yeah. year after spending thirteen hundred dollars, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go here and, and do the rest of this stuff myself." And uh, yeah, yeah, it worked out so far. So <laughs> the lights. Yeah, are- yeah, man. That that I definitely agree, man. With the um, learning the trade, man, because school isn't for everybody, man. Everybody's not made to go sit and listen to you know somebody teach a class and right, you know. Because, uh, I mean, there, there are other needs for jobs, you know, um, out there besides, you know, the stuff you can go to college for. I mean, you you can make pretty good money and not even have to, um, you know, go to, to college or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I, I, I feel that, bro. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely go. To, I, I definitely feel like going to college to be a doctor or a lawyer, being in science, technology, engineering, mathematics, those that STEM feel, um, you know, of course the, the, the lawyers and, and all of that. I think that is, that is key. And also if you want to be an educator, definitely go to school for that. But like, bro, outside of that, mm-hmm. cause I, I mean, don't get me wrong, bro. Like I, I, I wouldn't trade my college experience for anything, but I do know that the things that I've learned is specifically for me. Like I'm a marketing major. I was a marketing major and I know a lot about marketing, but I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you a lot of this stuff. I just learned about like just reading on my own own time, not like what I learned in college. Like, yes, I learned some terms and you know, I've learned some, some tactics and all of that, but most of this stuff is like on job training or, you know, now we got YouTube University where we can learn everything we need to know within a matter of 10 minutes. Right. So, you know, I, I think, especially now, man, unless you're going into them specialized fields, bro. Mm-hmm. Bro, I almost went to Atlanta Tech, boy, and took up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, hey, bro, it ain't, it ain't too late, man. No, I'm cool, bro. I can't go back to school. Now, I'm, I'm not telling yeah. other people. Do what you gonna do, bro. I I know for me, it it was done in two thousand and two. I mean, excuse me, two thousand and six. When I, I never say never, man. You might, you never know, man. You bro, you probably gonna get that itch. And you said, you know, something. I want to go back. You know what? You're right. Never say never. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that. No intention. No attention whatsoever, bro. I will self-educate whatever I need to do at this point in my life. Cause I, I mean, I, and, and, and I'm, I'm jokingly saying that, but I, I'm also someone that, uh, believe in like purpose and all that. And I already know what I, what I want to do and I'm, and I'm doing it. So I'm not, Mm -hmm. um, that part of of me, I'm not like in that searching mode. And of course that's not saying that it can't happen because that, I, you know, that searching thing can happen at any given point in your life where you might get to a point where you feel like, ah, I don't love any of this stuff anymore. I want to find something else that really, you know, fits more or align more of my purpose. So as a writer, yeah. I don't have any desire whatsoever to go back to school, bro. So kudos to yeah. you doing it though. Salute to y'all. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, it's, it's a nice experience if, if that's what you're up to. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's so many, it's so many, and I'm sure when we were coming up, the, the you know, people before us felt the same way about us. Oh, you know, it's way more opportunities to do this mm. or that, you know, way more than when I was growing up. And I mean, now I look back on, I'm, I'm saying the same thing about, you know, the people that are there now, um, about the, you know, the many opportunities and all this other stuff um, for, you know, if, if that's something that you want to pursue. Right. Yeah. So look, man, we uh before we get out of here, you know, we gotta do our um our our black um what do we call this? I'm bro, I'm black sorry. thought. Our black thought, thank you so much. Um so question here it says and and it <laughs> surprisingly is a line kinda a line of what we're talking about here, but we were talking about you, but it says, um when you were younger what did you want to be when you grew up? Man, I always wanted to be like a businessman. I just had, I always thought like, I'm going to be this guy walking down the street 
with my briefcase. <laughs> um, and you know, I told I told a mentor that, and he was like, "To be honest, that's what you. I mean, you're in corporate America. I mean, you have a briefcase. Um, but I mean, I, I guess not so more so much along the lines of what I'm actually doing. But right. I, that was always something like it never been. Oh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor or engineer or a map maker or uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or a fireman or uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, that's one of those things right there. That this is that's where friendship is because for y'all that don't know where that comes from, that's on common. Um, is it is it the B album? Yeah, common B yeah. album at the end. His dad. Doing the the uh the skit how he always do at the end when you're just talking and it was like be a be a cop topographer a map yeah yeah a map maker <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it, it wasn't like you know I had those things in mind to say you know this is what I want to be right um I mean you know now that I'm older it's like I saw this I don't know if it was a meme or I saw something like. I don't have a dream job because I don't dream about working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. So, <laughs> so it's like that, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't have a dream job because I don't dream about working. <laughs> you ain't lying, but I'll I'll say when I was when I was younger, and my mom never lets me forget this because to this day. Uh, she still will remind me when you were nine years old. You said you wanted to be a doctor. I just knew I was gonna get me a doctor in the family. I was just like, shoot, I don't know what I was on. Boy, <laughs> so, <laughs> they told me how long I had to go to school to be a doctor. I'm like, no, bro, I'm out of here. Like, I'm no good. I think I saw like a surgery on television one time, and I was like, nah, I don't want to do this because I, I think it, uh, originally I wanted to be like a pediatrician yeah i saw i I do vividly remember watching like a surgery online like i mean not online but like on tv back then you know it's probably like a gp tv or pbs type thing like you know how they show show the educational stuff and i saw the surgery i was like man i don't want to do this like this is like you know i don't want to be involved with all like the blood and all that stuff i'm good on that and so Yeah, ever since then, you know, I, I think I went on a different path. But that's what my mom said I wanted to be. I used to say it all the time. Like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. So I can only go off of what she said because I don't remember saying that I wanted to be a doctor. But that's what she said I used to say all the time. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I'll say this real quick, man. Speaking of, like, doctors and people in the medical profession, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes I think about how sharp those people in that profession have they have to be because you're dealing with somebody's life oh, it's yeah. not like oh I'm working on your car and oh I messed something up but I can order another part this day right. and the other Fix it. Yeah. you can't I mean you can't you can't go wrong with somebody you know? <laughs> <laughs> and just say right. oh I messed up let me try to you know fix it you know? and then sometimes I, I mean myself personally like it just you think about people in those fields, like, like you really got to be a sharp person, yeah, to 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 do that job and be able to handle the stress of all of it, and you know to still be on top of your game. Um, it, I mean, now that when you brought up the you know whole being about being a doctor, or whatever right. you think about that, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, those are sharp individuals, man. You and and I think that's something that you really have to want to do. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there are people that have been pushed to that field by um, by family members, you know, um, or or you know, elders or somebody mentors. But I think eventually you just have to find some type of love for that because I think it'll be hard pressed to continue to to be a doctor, especially if you don't really love it. Like the time it takes. Um, and the, the amount of effort to go through, because the pay is good, of course, but I mean, to be, to get to that, man, it's a lot of schooling, bro. Like, I mean, education, it takes some time to get to that level to be the doctor that that's super successful like that, man. So, um, but, but salute to them because without them, we wouldn't have nobody to operate on us if something was to go wrong. So like, I, I, right. I anybody that's, that's in that field, bro, because y'all are the real winners out here. Cause Somebody got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Somebody definitely. So, look, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in uh, to the Black Man Thing podcast. If you are interested in more content, uh, if you want to be one of those people that help us suggest topics, you need to join our Patreon. The way to do that, you can click the links in our bio. You can go to blackmanthing.com. There's a link there. Uh, join our Patreon. We have a couple of different tiers. Um, choose the one that makes sense to you. But uh, either one of those will give you some type of content that's going to be uh, beneficial for, for you moving forward. So uh, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all uh, for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next week. The Black Men Think Podcast.